Last week, I gave you some absolute killer tips on how to deliver a story while you're in person. Today, I want to get more into the nuances in how you deliver one. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use the stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, this is Jules Dan here. Welcome back. This is the Monday show where I record the journey. I tell you all the cool tips that are coming out through my work, through my email copywriting work, and also, you know, just some stuff that I've learned along the way in this journey. Um, I really like reflecting on this because it's been, I think it's been 200. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I actually do have something super cool planned for episode 200. It won't be <laughs> the numbers specifically, but... um. It'll, I'll just title it 200th episode, special episode, something like that. Um, but yeah, today's episode, really cool. Uh, something that happened over last Friday uh, at a networking event and there was a story involved and it was I told it really well and then, you know, I'll just plant the seed there. But you've probably heard, before I get to that, so you probably heard it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And... I couldn't. I could not agree more. Like you, could, you could give someone a script of a brilliant story, and two people could say it differently. Could deliver the exact same words, but one person would deliver it with such enthusiasm. Use pauses and inflections and intonations, and it would just be completely different received. You know that, right? Um, and I want to tell you like a few little stories about myself and how I sort of discovered this because it has taken a long time for me to... I'm still improving. I'm still, I'm still not even master it. I'm still just slowly getting better by feedback. But I remember, uh, I think I was like 16, my friend has told me... I think I've told this po- story in the podcast before, but um, I used to be so shy in high schools, in high school, especially when uh, it was about talking to girls. I had this one crush on this girl, Alyssa. I had a crush on her, I think, for about four years and I barely spoke a word to her, but everyone knew and it was a little sad thinking about it like then. But I remember there was this service, uh, I was 16, it was year 10, it was Valentine's Day and there was this service where you could put five bucks in and you could give a rose, they would hand a rose to your name on that list with a little note. And I remember, so we're sitting in this house room. So basically, my school had houses like in Harry Potter. <laughs> and there was a house, it wasn't like a common room where it's all nice and shit, but you know, it was still a room we were all congregated. And she was, Alyssa was in my house. I remember in a group setting, they came around with the roses. I didn't say anything. And then they handed the rose to Alyssa and it said, to Julian from Alyssa and 
I still remember to this, to this day, it was like public humiliation. Um, and I was, I remember that just like really blunted my confidence in social situations, especially with girls. Um, and it took a long time for me to feel confident unless they were close friends. And the way I got, the reason why I'm telling you this is the way I got past this and the way I started to find out I had actually a lot more charm than, than, um, what I told myself thinking I'm terrible at social situations was, uh, I kept going into uncomfortable social situations and the best way I did this was by going traveling. You're literally forced to go into uncomfortable situations all the time. Like maybe you, you need to find directions. I was traveling by myself at one point, but there's just points where you just have to get into uncomfortable situations and you can't just be like all shy and reserved. You, you, you learn that people respond better to certainty, to confidence, to strength, um, or just being like open, not like assertive and dominant, but just like being open and not afraid, if that makes sense. Um, I could go into a whole bunch of different stories I learned, but just being in that travel environment where it, you, you, you have to approach people, I think that's what really helped me. And slowly over time, you know, I got more confident with delivering how I said it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I want to get sort of get to this networking story soon, but some of the cool tips that I've learned at Toastmasters, especially when you're speaking one to many, is this. There was, there's a three really good tips, like oh, four here actually. I forgot a bunch of notes, I'm reading off it. The first one is stage presence. So, not just standing still, using gestures, all that sort of stuff is super engaging when you're talking to an audience, okay? The other thing is using your diaphragm when you're talking and projecting your voice, like you're pretending to reach your voice at the end of the room. And I'll get to why that's super important in just a second. I'm just sort of pre-framing the hell out of this. The other thing is gestures and the other thing is tone, using different tonality to match the conversation. You know, sometimes you can do a whisper to get people really interested in what you're trying to say. But all this got me thinking, like this journey of me starting with the rows and not being able to talk to people and then going to Toastmasters and improving and then, you know, being in freaking lockdown for like nearly two years where I haven't had any social situations where we could go out and practice. I went to my first networking event, well, actually second, in was a lot bigger. The first time there was almost no one there, but the second one was a lot bigger. And I remember we got to this elevator pitch section where everyone was allowed to pitch their business for about 40 seconds. And there was a big ring around the room. I would say about 50 people. And I was in the worst spot of, of, the, of the room. I was like behind people in this circle. So I knew I was at a complete disadvantage. But what I noticed was that everyone who was going first was super shy, very reserved, closed off body language like the shoulders were hunched in hands held in front of them they were very quiet didn't know quite what to say 
as well. Like obviously I said pre-found the episode, not always what you say, but how you say it. But um, in these situations, especially in a business situation, there is nothing wrong with being shy and introverted, but people are naturally drawn to strength and confidence because it means that you're certain. And certainty is what people buy. Um, and the reason why people buy stuff is that they because they trust you. They're, they're certain that's going to get your result. And if you're, you know, you're quiet, oh, I help people do this. Um, you know, stuttering, not sure what you, not sure in your words. People can empathize that you're not that good of a speaker, but I'm sorry to say human nature, a subconscious, at a subconscious level, it is not attractive. And it sounds so harsh, but it's just human nature, unfortunately. And you just have to play with the game. So I was noticing everyone's got this like really quiet, poor body language, unsure what they had to say. And everyone's just like flat out, just this is what I do. This is who I help. Come talk to me if you do, if you need blank. And so if you're in a networking situation like this, I would highly recommend it because this is what works so well for me on that day. So the first thing I did was I did something completely different. Um, it came to me, I had to, I was like on the worst spot ever. So I stood on top of this bar basically <laughs> to elevate myself, to create stage presence and I saw the people at the back. I was really far away from everyone. So I had to like boom my voice so it could reach all the way back to the room. But I made sure that it was speaking through my diaphragm. Okay. And on top of all that, I started with a short story. Obviously, this is a storytelling secrets podcast. Is storytelling involved? If if you're in that same situation as me, so this is all situational, okay? I don't recommend this if it's like a small group and, you, and everyone's like, what the hell? But if everyone's doing the same thing where they're just telling the facts of what they do, everyone's a bit quiet and you have an opportunity to really step up and like grab everyone's attention, like, whoa, no one's really done this. So I started a short story at a place of tension. So I remember I said... I remember I've been to the first time I went to a networking event just like this was two years ago and I had no freaking idea what I was doing. I didn't have a business. I uh, was just talking to people, trying to work, work stuff out. And the other day, it was, it was a day of celebration because I hit my 200th episode and on the podcast, I get to document my journey. So I know exactly where I was two years ago and where I am today. And it's it's really cool to come in this event because just I'm pinching myself because I've done over 1.3 million sales for my clients. Okay, so you're probably wondering what do I do. So I'm an email copywriter. And what does that actually mean? Well, it means I help people turn their emails into money. And then I just kind of went into my pitch from there a little bit. But the first thing I did was like short story, place of tension, get people hooked in, use the stage, use the diaphragm, use my gestures... And I could just, I was like making eye contact with everyone because before I also noticed that everyone was quite disengaged with the other speakers or other people pitching, whereas everyone was just like looking directly at me. I'm like, okay, I've got their attention. And that's another little tip as well is to just hold eye contact with people while you're talking to them. It can feel a bit intimidating 
and weird and you're just like darting around the room but if you can just hold it for a couple seconds uh that's super powerful and i'll tell you why it's super powerful in a second but a few things as well so you start with the story of tension that really worked then i also explained what i did in a easy to understand manner that left an open loop i turn your emails into money so afterwards when i got off the podium so to speak and then there was the breakout session at the end i had so many people come up to me asking how do you do that so how do you turn money into emails i'm interested if you can think i've heard this tip before so if you can think of explaining what you do very simply by leaving like a mini open loop where they're very curious to know how is that possible that is super interesting that is so powerful because i think i had at least six or seven people come up to me after afterwards saying asking that question how did you do that i'm interested to learn more i've got clients i can refer you to i loved your story you're really engaging and all it took was just being a little bit different from everyone else in the room um and yeah the people i made eye contact with they're the ones who came over so just saying all right so just want to recap on today's episode because it has been a bit of a bit of a mishmash of ideas but if you're someone who is not very confident bit shy bit reserved that's okay i started from that same place too but when you're going to networking events sorry to say but you need to learn how to become more confident in yourself more certain because people are attracted to that so getting into uncomfortable situation social situations is the best way to do it obviously a networking event is one of those things um and if you uh cherry on top if you can go traveling over this new year's break just get into that mindset of i'm going to approach uncomfortable situations that's going to really help uh, i went to toastmasters so that will also really help with understanding stage presence and projecting your voice and delivering uh, <laughs> delivering not as i guess a speech but uh just overall what's the word i'm looking public speaking that's it um yeah so getting into uncomfortable situations, getting better public speaking, and then if you do go to networking events and there is a point where you get to do some sort of elevator pitch and everyone's just doing the same thing and it's just so annoying, you see everyone's disengaged, do something a little bit different. Tell your story, create some stage presence, make sure your voice is loud. People will need to hear it. That's so important. And then create a little mini open loop of what you do. For instance, I said, I turn email, I turn your emails into money. That's it for me this week with Jules Dan. I hope you enjoy the podcast with 200 episodes coming up. It's a really, it's going to be completely different from anything else you've heard on this podcast. And I'm having a special guest come interview me. So, if you are interested to learn a little bit more about Jules, um, making me think on my feet a little bit, asking the tough questions, come join me for that episode. You'll see it'll be like 200th episode celebration. Um, But other than that, thanks a lot for tuning in. I'll see you for Thursday's interview show. Bye for now.